Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Peter's Failure, and in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson to those listening about what we can do now to assist us through life in avoiding failure as much as possible. Of course, we are all human, but if you listen to this message, we will see some very specific things about the life of Peter that we can use as an example to learn how to avoid failure in the future. And again, no one is perfect, but listen as the Word of God is brought with wisdom and help to those who need it. And we sure pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, let's take your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter 26. Matthew chapter 26. I want to talk to you this morning for a few minutes about one of the great failures recorded for us in the Word of God and how to avoid a similar failure, because frankly, we're all prone to this. And we find it in Matthew chapter 26. Of course, the narrative here is the Lord Jesus Christ is going to the cross. And as we pick up the narrative in verse 69, Matthew chapter 26, verse 69, now Peter sat without in the palace. And the Lord Jesus Christ at this point is, is being tried, the mock trial that would eventually sentence him to crucifixion. And the Bible says, Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were there, This fellow was also a Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thy speech bereath thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, uh, we look to you at this moment and in this hour, and uh, Father, we ask that as believers, uh, we might learn from this incident and realize, Lord, uh, that we're not, not much different from uh, Peter and some of the mistakes we make to bring us to a point like this. We thank you also, Lord, that the Bible is very clear that you reinstated this man as a disciple, but God, help us to learn from these things today, and Father, we Pray for that one without Christ, that this might be a day of days for them. Father, for uh, Peter to deny the Lord, he lost his discipleship temporarily. But Father, for a lost man to deny Christ completely and not trust him as Savior is to go into eternity with his sins on him forever. And so uh, we ask, Lord, that you would speak to that soul, that heart that is in greatest need, Lord. And we pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Peter's failure, one of the most well-known stories in all of Scripture. 
And how did this happen? How did the man that spoke up when the Lord Jesus Christ said, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? It was Peter that stepped up and said, you're the Christ. You're the Christ. Here was a man that was bold to name the Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah, the one that, that all of the nation of Israel was looking for. Here's the one that when the Lord Jesus Christ said that, that all of you will, you will betray me, when he explained to him his ordeal, and by the way, they, they, they still didn't really even grasp it completely. Uh, I know there's a lot, lot of people, theologically, they say, well, you know, all the saints in the Old Testament were looking forward to a cross. The disciples didn't even see a cross. Uh, and, and they were right there with the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Lord was explaining it. And he's explaining that he'd be rejected of the nation and rejected of the leaders. And, and uh, many bulls of Bashan compassed me about. Psalm chapter 22. And, and, and Peter stepped up and said, Though all men deny you, yet not I. And he said, Not only will I not deny you, I will die with you. I believe Peter had every good intention in the world to not do what we just read that he did. And yet he did it. How did that happen? How does it happen in our lives when we say with all the determination we can muster from the top of our heads to the bottom of our feet, to our body, to our soul, to our spirit, and we say with, with, with everything in us, every fiber of our being, Lord, I would never do that. I would never do that. And then we find ourselves in the middle of doing that, and not unlike Peter, we remember what we said. And we go out and we weep bitterly. How, how, how does one get to that point? Number one, number one, Peter underestimated his enemy. Peter underestimated his enemy. Um, I've often prayed, Lord, I'm no match for the devil. But Lord, he's no match for you. And the reality of it is, a lot of times... When we, we fall in a situation like this, in spiritual warfare, we've gone on our own power, and we've somehow thought that we can take on Satan and his hordes in our own abilities, our own wisdom, our own understanding, and worst of all, our own strength. Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Lord, I am no match for the devil. Folks, the devil's been around, when you think about it, since the inception of sin. He originated the whole idea. Uh, we read about this in, in Ezekiel chapter 28 and Isaiah chapter 14. He was the anointed cherub that covered, and, and he said one day, this isn't good enough for me. I'm the number one created being in all the universe, but I want to be like God. I want to be equal to him. And he fell because of his pride. He introduced sin into the universe. And then in Genesis chapter 3, he tempted Eve. And Eve took the bait. And Eve fell. And the devil and his minions ever since then have been studying us. Studying human nature, watching us, 
watching how we respond to different things. And they're clever. They're very clever. And Peter underestimated his enemy. In the Second World War, the, uh, the uh, Pacific Front, the United States war with Japan. Before we dropped uh, the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and then subsequently on Nagasaki, the thinking was we were going to have to invade the mainland. We would have to invade the mainland. Uh, the Japanese people as a whole had developed this, this, this perverted uh, code of Bushido and and uh, the whole idea was it would be total war, down to the last person, man, woman, and child, soldier, and civilian, and they were not going to give up. Conservative estimates, conservative estimates said that we would lose 500,000 of our boys. And we are talking boys. The vast majority in Second World War we're in their late teens. I've read stories, and some of you have heard the stories, of young men who forged birth certificates. The, the youngest I heard of was a young man who got into the, into, the, into the Navy at the age of 14. He wanted to fight so bad. As conservative estimates, very conservative, was that it would take 500,000 of our boys. I've often thought about that because... Some of the other estimates said it was going to be more like a million. I wonder how many of us wouldn't be here. That's grandpa or great-grandpa. You understand what I'm saying? Because they would fight to the last soldier, man, woman, child. It didn't matter. They believed in total war. They did not believe in giving up. People think the kamikaze concept was extreme. That, that, was, that was only an example of where they were coming from, from the depths of their souls. Never mind the number of Japanese that would die. Some estimates went over 10 million. What am I saying? We did not underestimate our enemy in that particular incident. And so, first it was Hiroshima. And even then, they weren't giving up. I believe some of the thinking was, well, okay, that's over with. Now, let's get on with it. Let's keep fighting. And then Nagasaki. And you know what the message was with the second one? Hey, there's more where that came from. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Peter's Failure, by Pastor Rick Michael. And in this week's lessons, we have seen a very specific instance in which Peter was not at his best. We have seen how he failed, and we have seen why he failed. No human on earth is above failure, but there are sound biblical lessons that we can learn which can help us to succeed in every aspect of life, but especially in our walk with Jesus Christ. And if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, 
If you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including those who are older like junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.